financial counselling has certainly seen a rise in demand over the last few months. Um, part of that is uh, when poverty comes to the door, love flies out the window. And by that I mean in a family situation or an individual, there are often other pressures that come to bear when the finances are tight. That may be mental health issues or ordinary health issues. It can be the unemployment or sometimes underemployment, threat of homelessness, um, lack of the ability to pay bills when they become due, um, domestic violence. There are lots of issues that are dependent upon a healthy financial situation. One of the common uh, misnomers out there is that this only happens to poor or vulnerable or the low-income people. But I would ask your listeners just to spend a moment to be quiet and to be honest with themselves uh, as far as determining their own vulnerability. How many would have six months put aside to live on with no further income? How many can guarantee that in the next 12 months, your partner, lover, better half, husband, wife is not going to leave you? There's not going to be a relationship breakdown. How many can guarantee for certain that in the next 12 months, you're not going to have a car accident that impacts upon your ability to work? How many can categorically say that either themselves or a close family member will not have a mental health issue in the next 12 months or a heart attack or a, a child that develops cancer or some other catastrophic event, which really, uh, if you're honest, it sort of exposes everybody to being vulnerable. Yeah, and as, as you point out, I mean, this is a really essential service that's being provided. But, I mean, we've found out, I guess, recently that um, that it, it looks like there are going to be 50 jobs lost yep. um, over the next three months. Uh, I think the, the state government's going to be taking um, $1.5 million a year um, from funding this sector. I mean, what does that actually mean, uh, I guess, in the, you know, in the next year or so for this industry? Because it seems like the need is greater, but obviously, um, you know, the provision might not be there. Um, you, you're quite right. Um, we say that there will be close to 50 jobs lost. Each of those uh, people um, see two, three hundred people a year. So in total, we're talking 15,000 individuals and families that won't have access to financial counselling services. Uh, what that means, and it's a question we've asked some of the state politicians who have been very, very good in the past at referring their constituents that present at their uh, electoral offices to financial counselling services. 
The question is, where will those politicians refer their constituents that find themselves in financial difficulties or hardship? That's uh, the question. But it's, it's more than that. Financial counselling sits between emergency relief and community lawyers, community legal services. So financial counsellors do a whole range of things for people. It's not just, many people think, it's not just doing budgets. It's more than that. That's a starting point to get to do an income and expenditure statement. But from that comes negotiating with the credit providers, with banks, um, firstly to determine whether the debt is uh, genuine and if it's um, a proper debt to identify that. Financial counsellors work very closely with all of the major national ombudsman services. They also will write letters, um, emails, um, do everything they have to do as far as research and resourcing material for people to address their issues. So it's quite a complex, wide-ranging service, which when it's taken out of the equation, we think will lead to an increase in crime. Um, Jim Kidd, who is notoriously media shy, recently came out saying that they've already noticed a spike in theft and and violence towards staff in his stores. And the question, I guess, is to, for everyone, if, you, if your kids were starving, hungry, would you steal a loaf of bread? And have you, would you say that you've ever seen a situation like this before, Charles? Like, um, I mean, I guess it seems as though it's sort of a bit of a perfect storm now. You know, the economy's not doing too well in WA after quite a, a sort of sustained boom. And then, you know, we've also got, um, you know, these cuts being made. But have you ever seen a situation similar? And how did that play out? No. During the GFC, um, the government put on an extra 12 financial counsellors um, which was on an 18-month contract. But the current situation with, uh, well, mainly the iron ore price, um, when you have a budget that's based on, what, $120-odd for it, and it's, you know, what's it currently around the 50, that's a big hit for the state economy. We understand that. We understand that, you know, um, cuts have to be made, that, um, belts have to be tightened. What we don't understand is why those people that need this service the most are the ones that pay for it. And it is often um, vulnerable people, people on lower incomes, but people that have had a catastrophic life thing. They've lost their job. They Something's happened to them um, that really... Uh, necessitates them to see a financial counsellor. So it's, it, you, you're quite right. It is a perfect storm. Everything is uh, transpiring to work against those people that need help the most.
And so in terms of actually, um, I suppose, dealing with this and hopefully, you know, getting some funding um, back into the sector, I mean, you know, before um, the jobs seem to, to um, fall away in October, um, because that seems to be when it's going to be happening. Um, what are the plans at the moment, um, just in terms of um, financial counsellors, WA? What, what are you looking to do? Um, well, we've, you've probably noticed uh, we've been um, doing what we can in the media um, with the Sunday Times and community newspapers, uh, various radio stations and one or two television uh, things. But um, quite frankly, we are um, a quiet bunch, really. We like getting on and doing the job. Um, this lobbying and protesting and so is time-consuming. It's energy-sapping. And it really is counterproductive to what we want. Uh, it's difficult to convince government to change a decision. We know that. But we have been overwhelmed by the support of the whole community services sector in Western Australia. All of the major agencies um, have gathered together and have signed a joint letter. We are overwhelmed by the support nationally from the Australian Bankers Association, all the major ombudsman services, um, and our national peak body, the other states and territories. Everybody has pulled behind us. We are inexperienced. We may be a bit naive because we're sort of feeling our way. We don't know really what to do next, but we will not, we will not go away. We will not be quiet because the decision is wrong. And I think it was Bob Dylan that said, if something ain't right, it's bloody well wrong. And we will continue to try and get that decision overturned. Fantastic. Um, yeah, just one last question. Um, what are your feelings on what's going on in Greece at the moment? Because it seems as though that has really had a big impact on the market today. I think even in Australia, we um, we saw something like 35 billion, I think, um, wiped off the market today. So um, how do you think that's going to impact the situation? Um, I think those macroeconomic questions um, certainly will have an impact on Australia generally and on some state governments. It won't help um, the cause of the corporates and the, and big business, but we're talking about mum and dad and the one or two, 1.7 children. We're talking about real people in our society, in our communities. We're talking about our friends, our family, we're talking about our neighbours, we're talking small and in the scheme of things 14.8 million over four years is pretty much peanuts. Uh, we're not worrying about um, the huge um, ramifications that may come from what's happening in Greece and, and Europe and with um, the Prime Minister of England um, promising to hold a referendum uh, about whether the UK should remain a member and all of that. We're not worrying about that. 
we're really worrying about real people, our kids, our neighbours, our friends, our family.